Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the DIY Business Podcast. I'm excited you're here and I want to talk about the software that you can choose to host your online course on in this episode. So if you are planning an online course or you're thinking about maybe updating or upgrading the one you already have and you're a little bit overwhelmed with all the different tech choices, then I really hope you'll get something out of this episode. Before we dig in, I want to announce that the DIY Business Collective is open for enrollment and I'm offering a pre-launch lifetime access sale till Saturday, the 10th of August. So if you're listening to this later, you can definitely still check that out because it's still going to be super affordable. But if you're listening to this this week, then you can consider getting lifetime access, which means lifetime access to the course for many years to come for $220. So let me tell you briefly um, about what this community is. It's a 10-module um, online video course where I'm taking you step-by-step step behind the scene and screens um, of how I'm doing things in my business. So you'll find tech trainings on how to integrate and build your newsletter list, how to think about social media strategies that work for you. Um, I'm also having videos in there about pricing and accessibility, about self-care for entrepreneurs. Um, so really it covers everything that I feel that you need to know in the first few years of your business Um, and what's cool and new about the program compared to what it was last year is that I'm now offering monthly group coaching calls monthly live workshops weekly journaling prompts and quarterly business planning workshops so all of this is happening over Mighty Networks in my community. There's 60 people already in there. And it's just a really beautiful space of like-minded people. I feel like it's very non-competitive and nourishing. We um, cheer each other on, we share our wins, and we ask for feedback. And it's really great to have that accountability. So we begin with um, all of that on September 1st. But when you become a member this month, you can already start diving into the existing course and then from September 1st there will be lots more group accountability and engagement and contact time with me so that you can make the most of it and really kind of you know manage to do what you want to do because I know it can be incredibly overwhelming to work through everything by yourself. So yeah the link to that is in the show notes. The sale is happening till August 10th and it's $220. So let's talk about software to choose for your online course. Um, I want to begin with a couple of questions and actually you might want to pause this um, episode and even journal about them a little bit if that feels useful. Um, I really think that journaling for me is such a key practice in business because it brings me clarity and it also helps me track my progress. I feel like sometimes it can feel a little bit like we're on a hamster wheel and things never change and it feels difficult. I've definitely had those periods of time too and it helps me so much to now read through my journal from the first and second year of my business to really see that actually things have dramatically changed. It becomes so much easier in many ways and I really want to celebrate that. So here are my questions. The first one is what is your intention right now? So for the next evolution or the first evolution of your online course, what is your main purpose here? That could be something like, I want to teach something I really care about in an accessible way. Maybe you've been working one-on-one for a while and you're noticing that not everyone that you would want to serve can afford your services. So maybe then an online course would be a way to make that available to more people at a lower cost. Or it could be that... um, 
you actually want to um, work with more people and maybe you want to create a group coaching program because you really love working with groups and um, you know you're kind of wanting to transition more a little bit more into this teacher role which is also like a totally valid intention to have right now the second question is what is your long-term goal and I think that's important because switching software later on is totally doable but it does take quite a bit of time and energy to do. I've done it myself. So my first course was um, on Gumroad and then the second was was built with Ontoport. The third one was in Teachable and now I've arrived at Mighty Networks, which I really love and I'm planning to stay on for a long time. And had I known um, in this very first um, version of the course that I love building communities so much and that that's really going to be my long-term goal for many years to come, I would have not needed all these different steps in between. And obviously it's totally okay, you know, like it didn't break me or my business, but I I still think it's really good to identify your long-term goals right now. So maybe you are pretty sure that you only ever want to offer evergreen courses where you're not necessarily spending time in your community answering questions and being around other people, which is also totally fine. And if you know that now, then you don't have to consider options like Mighty Networks, and that's cool. Um, but maybe you do want to build community and maybe you also want to hire certain aspects of your business out. Maybe you're at a point where you know that will become affordable as you sell a few more spots in your course and therefore you can say, you know, choosing a, a slightly more complex or expensive tech setup right now is okay because I know that teaching these online courses is going to be a key part in my near future and that justifies that investment. Which brings me to my last question, which is, what is your budget? So this is a tricky one, obviously. Um, I'm recommending ways of doing this that are completely free, and then I'm also going to talk about a few options that do cost money. Um, I will say that I have, in all honesty, I'm in my fifth year of business now, and I started on teaching online in my second year. I did, at the beginning, really widely estimate, overestimate how my first course would fly, and I invested a little bit too much in its production, um, compared to what I made from selling it. So I think that's that's common, you know, and um, I also know that it can feel really hard to, to really kind of estimate how people are going to respond to it. So there's always a risk involved, and that's good to know, and it's also okay, I think. So um, let's talk briefly about conversion rates, which I know is like a tricky subject. It, it feels a bit icky because it's, it's kind of, it feels a bit like, we're looking at people as numbers and we're thinking just about how they are converting from being someone who just follows us online into a paying person. And that's certainly not a view that I want to promote. However, I do also think that thinking about numbers in some ways sometimes is helpful when we're making decisions about the money that we're spending and investing upfront into something that we're creating because our work has to be sustainable for us as business owners as well. So so all this to say, I think a conversion rate between 2 and 3% is really good and what you can probably expect. It, expect. So obviously that will depends on, depend on so many different factors. It will depend on the price for your course, um, 
the engagement of your audience, what you're offering, you know, how well received that is. So really, you know, don't take my word for it. There's no way of predicting that with absolute certainty. But this is just like something that we we see in across different industries a lot, one to three percent. And so if you look at your current audience, your newsletter list, maybe your social media following, your existing private clients, that gives you a very rough idea of um maybe the kind of income you can expect and so you can start playing with these numbers and think about okay this is what I'm going to spend on software this is the audience I currently have maybe I'm going to grow my audience in the lead up to launching the course that I'm planning and maybe I'll spend some money on that as well and then um, this is kind of maybe the initial group of people that I can expect to join in the program just to give you like a very rough idea so okay so now that we've looked at these three questions i'm going to repeat them one more time what is your intention right now what is your long-term goal and what is your budget and now i'm going to talk about the different options a little bit more so the easiest way is certainly to deliver your course in email format the upside with that is it's relatively easy to set up you just need a good email provider i use MailerLite. i fucking love them they're, they're pretty affordable as well. I'm not an affiliate, but I've tried different ones. I've really been through, I think, four in total. And I landed with MailerLite. I'm going to happy, be happy with them for many years to come because I really think that they're super affordable for the functionality that they offer. Um, so up to 1,000 subscribers, they're free. But even on the free plan, you get customer care, which is awesome if you're trying to figure something more complex out. And then from... Th- thousand to two thousand four hundred um five hundred two thousand five hundred it's ten dollars and so forth so they offer you the chance to segment people which is really important if you want to offer a course now almost every newsletter provider i know of does offer segmentation but it's really a question of how easy is that to set up and handle in the future as you grow and i think mailed has a good system for tagging and 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 kind of grouping people together so for example a year from now you will want to see where does this contact come from you know like has this person attended workshops with me what have they signed up for have they bought a program for me if they have already got the program that you want to promote then you don't need to email them again about it you can email them about something else so that is really important information it's good to get that organized right from the beginning um, the downside, I think, with email courses is that they're a little bit harder to navigate. So I feel that, I personally feel that, the user experience isn't as smooth or elegant as it might be on a course platform. So for example, if I sign up for a self-study course and I get an email about it a week, that's cool. But if I want to go back to the beginning or I want to reference and, and a lesson that kind of came in between, I have to search through my email inbox and that's kind of a little bit of a bummer so the alternative would be that I just log into a course platform I have everything in place there which I find quite inconvenient but it's a small thing and it really also depends on the nature and the format of your course so if your course is just a one-off pre-recorded workshop then delivering that in email is obviously totally fine so what does that mean in practice you would need an email uh, newsletter provider i recommend MailerLite. then you need a payment gateway that could be paypal for example or woocommerce if you're using wordpress um, you need a sales page and at the end of that you'll need your checkout system at the payment gateway and that needs to be connected to your newsletter so that when someone purchases they receive the email delivering them um, the one-off workshop recording whatever it is or a series of emails that's kind of leading them through an experience um, 
So the, the upfront cost of that can be pretty low, depending again on your list size and the exact payment gateway that you're using. But if you're on WordPress, there should be free solutions for that. Um, I use WooCommerce, for example, at the moment. That works really well and it integrates seamlessly into MailerLite as well. If you're feeling overwhelmed thinking about these integrations, that's, that's usually stuff that you can Google. Um, so if you Google something like integrating MailerLite into PayPal and WooCommerce and all that kind of stuff, there will be, probably be guys coming up um, I do offer tech support sometimes however um, I'm pretty booked at the moment but but yeah I, um, if you have any questions let me know and I might just create another episode about that in detail the second option is to choose a course platform such as teachable um, I have used teachable for a couple of years really loved them and I only left because I wanted to focus more on community building on mighty networks so teachable has a free uh, free plan for example it's pretty easy to set up you can customize it it's going to look a little bit similar to your website you have the same branding colors graphics all that um, and it's pretty easy for people to navigate so they will create a login for themselves and um, then they can access all your material in there on the premium plans for teachable you can also have features like dripping content out if you don't want them to access everything at all at once you can create an affiliate network if you like um, you can offer discount codes all kinds of different interesting things um, and they also have different payment gateways so you don't necessarily need to receive your income through paypal if you don't want to there's different options on them so the cool thing with that is there is a free plan if you don't need to premium features you can start for free and then they will take a cut from each of the different sales that you're making so if you're feeling really unsure about this at this point about how you know how this will go how many people will sign up that might that might be a great option for you because you're not taking any big risk except investing time and energy obviously in producing the course um, also this is pretty easy to navigate from a mobile so um, they have a nice um, app that you can use where people can um, learn on the go which is I think a really important part for many of us we lead such busy lives that when I'm taking a course I definitely want to be able to listen to um, some of the content as I travel as well um, the third option would be well or kind of this is actually part of the second option so there's different um, alternatives obviously in, in course platforms to teachable one would be Kajabi. Kajabi is quite a bit more expensive because it's an, a very all-in-one system. So they also offer, and um, they would then also be your newsletter provider. They offer templates for sales pages and landing pages, all kinds of different things. And that big, the cost of that are $119 a month and up. So that really makes sense if you have a larger audience already and you really want a fairly... Um, integrated all-in-one system rather than piecing different things together um, because I like tech and I like playing with different components and I don't mind putting it all together that's not something I would choose regardless of how much my audience grows because I just love working in MailerLite and everything, everything on Mighty Networks but just to put out there that that's an option and then the third category of, of kind of delivery, delivery options in online courses is um, to create a community um, on Mighty Networks that's what I'm doing now so Mighty Networks has course functionality it means that on the higher plans you can um, upload your online courses into the platform and it also be a community away from Facebook I really think that community access and exchange with other course members is a really beautiful important part of online teaching in most fields so obviously there are things like 
To give you an example, I'm considering to maybe record a little mini course on getting people set up on Teachable or Mighty Networks. And I think that's an experience that you can probably do on your own. So in that case, the pain point or the problem a student has is that they want someone to show them step by step how to set this up. And it would probably be like a two hour workshop. They can just follow along as I share my screen and they don't necessarily talk, need to talk to other people. Um, about that experience because it's ideally st pretty straightforward but if you're teaching some something that is more personal that's maybe related to some kind of transformation in their lives or businesses where you do need expect that people have questions and will need some kind of support then I think building community around your course is something really beautiful so Mighty Networks has a free plan. So if you're interested in just kind of starting out with a free community, maybe where you're going in and you're offering things like weekly journaling prompts, which I'm doing as well, or just a space for people to get to know each other and discuss what's coming up for them as they engage with what you're telling them or teaching or talking about or sharing, then that is a really cool option. And then there's one up, which is $12, which then gives you the ability to um, kind of, charge for access and give people free trials and um, all that kind of stuff and um, the most expensive plan costs $57 and that enables you to um, also offer courses on your platform and also bundle them so one thing that you can do is for example have a free open space on their mighty networks that anyone can check out and that could maybe be also be a way to grow your community itself and you can offer some value in there you know you can post your podcast episodes in there you can ask questions you can be there for other people's questions and then there can be um kind of premium sections of that platform that are your courses that people need to pay for and they can pay for them either one off or as subscriptions or in payment plans so there's lots of different options. And what I love about that is that it's away from Facebook. So it's not another social media platform that just distracts people from doing what they actually came to do. But it is also very intimate and personal. So people set up their own profile. They can list their interests in their bio and link to their profiles if they want to, if they have Instagram or a website, whatever. And they can really interact with each other as well. And there's a sense of not being alone in that learning experience. So... That has made such a big difference to me. Um, I'm running live monthly workshops as well, and it's very easy to set them up on Mighty Networks, and people can just click that they want to attend, and then it adds to their calendar immediately. And I think those small things might seem small, but I think that they do really make a difference in how people engage with your content and experience the learning that they do with you. And that's kind of where I want to end here is like, thinking about the user experience and keeping that at the heart of the software system that you're choosing. Um, you know, so um, I think it's really beautiful to feel like you're properly set up and you know that even if your business is going to grow, you have the systems in place to really hold that. And you're also making space for people to grow and get to know each other as they explore what you're teaching. Um, I think also something that's good to remember is that you want to, kind of excite people beyond starting the course because um, the, I heard that the reality is that only 10% of us finish completely self-study online courses that where there's no group contact or any accountability and that makes sense to me because we have incredibly busy lives and it's just hard to stay motivated when we're overwhelmed with so much content all the time. So to me, good online teaching is not just about putting information out there, it's also about creating a really 
beautiful, easy to navigate experiences uh, in which people stay motivated and engaged. Um, and, and that's great for you as a business owner as well, because obviously people will talk about that positive experience and the difference it's, it's made in their lives in a different way um, if they have had a really positive experience. So yeah, I really hope this has given you an overview of the different options and really know that wherever you are, this is totally cool. Don't feel that uh, going with Kajabi or starting a community right now is necessarily what you have to do, but maybe that is something that you want to keep in mind for now as something that will come further down the line and if you just want to start with an email course for now or you just want to create a one-off recording of something that you're excited about that is totally cool and I'm really excited for you so yeah let me know if you have any questions thank you for listening